school. Oh, dude, they could have had Apollo fucking Creed. Oh, actually, there's a... Carl there, Weathers was in? Yes, Carl Weathers. They had a... For Jackson, they had a Jackson. Carl Weathers outfit. You are now listening to Bromance Gone. Here are your hosts, the king of the pirates, Noah Delmar, and his first mate, pirate hunter, Bill Jenkins. To another episode of the Bromance Dawn podcast. And believe it or not, we are recording this one week after the last one was recorded. It's a milestone. Huge. Big for us. And as always, I'm your host, Noah Delmar. I'm here with my co-host, Bill Jenkins. Good and to be today, back. we have a very special guest. Do you want to introduce our guest, Bill? We've alluded to him in the past. Uh, we've sent him some shout-outs. Good friend of ours, Mr. Diglett Williams. Hi. Uh, I feel like a mythical creature, I guess. Yeah, that's everybody. everybody. Almost as mythical as the fan. The fan. We have one fan. One fan. You know the fan. He's our only fan. <laughs> Who is it? Well, we can't reveal it on the cast. Not until he's here. Not until he's here doing a guest spot. Uh, so as always, we're going to jump into this like we always do. And we're going to talk about what we've been playing and how that's going. Bill, you can go first. Sure. And, and I think what we've been playing is no surprise to anyone. Yeah, uh, we did an episode on it last week. Tears of the Kingdom, we've all three been playing a lot of. Actually, the hours just came out. Like Once it hits the 10-day mark, you can see how many hours we've been playing it. Did you look at yours, Noah? I know no. You want to guess how many hours you have? Let's do an over-under. Over-under 30. Over, but o- probably not much. Over-under 40. I, I think under. Over. Over 40 for you? I was at 40. You were at 50. Was I? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I was going to look for yours, but we aren't friends on Switch for some reason. I don't add anyone on Switch because it's a pain in the ass. No one plays any Switch games in the app, but single player, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's. Now I want to know how many hours I've played. Yeah. Well, you can look at it when you get home. It's a 50. Wow. So, progress, no spoilers. I've just been kind of exploring the depths a lot lately, exploring the world. I'm on the, uh, the Goron Temple. I just got to the Goron place. Is I that your second? Armor. Third. Third. Yeah, so I'm working on that. Uh, you guys are a little bit further. You got all the temples done, yeah, right? Mainline yeah. quest, I do have all the temples done. No desire to go fight Ganon yet. I want to get some more armors. Do some more some lore. Do the fairies, which are a yeah. pain in the ass. Uh, and kind of see how that Carry goes. Carry those Koroks around. I've waited to do the underground stuff. It's a pain in the ass, man. It, it seems really annoying. Yeah, I went down there and I found the auto build. You find it down there. Yep, and I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I just happened to stumble upon it because I found the quest that took me down there, and then I just the got. People in the main town. No. Well, you can go down that way, but there's there's that one. gets you the camera, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, I went to the uh, I went to the Temple of Time. And the statue there gave me a quest to explore the depths, so that's why I went down. Did you see those, like, 
three-headed dragons everywhere. The Gleeoks? No, I've seen them online, but I haven't ran into Did one they yet. Are. I, I tried to fight one when I had four hearts. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I haven't fought any of them, but like, uh, what's the guy from Godzilla? Mothra? No, the three-headed dragon with Gideon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, great. Dude, it's awful. Dude, so and, and the uh, TikToks and like Instagram reels that are coming out are hilarious. We saw one the other day where uh, basically a guy made a giant penis and killed, a <laughs> killed one of the, the Hinoxes by by circling the giant penis. Yeah, and then he used the uh, time rewind to do it so, again. So he would hit it and then it would go back and do it again. Yeah, <laughs> <It's fucking awesome. laughs> it was hilarious. And the war machines people have been making from the uh, the different artifacts and stuff has been insane. Going for like building engineering when I was in school, I like have a lot of TikTokers that I follow yeah. that do that shit, and they're like, "This is incredible!" They're like, "I get to live my fantasy." Of yeah, dude, dumb the shit. build system's awesome. I just like that everyone's like, "Problem, wheel the bridge." Yeah, and we talked about that a little bit last week. How we play, we all three played the game, and we've all solved problems in it in different ways. Yeah, which is one of the coolest things ever. Different, completely experience for yeah. everyone. So besides that, uh, you guys been playing anything else? I have logged into Final Fantasy fourteen. It had a patch come out. Ooh. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. My guess is we're going to go fight Golbez, but I don't know. I haven't done anything other than pick up the quests, and I'll. that's a tomorrow problem. Yeah. Um, I started Danganronpa 3, so we can get that series rolling at some point. It's definitely different than the second and the first one. I don't know if I like it more or less. Well, I'll save that for the episode and once I beat it, but it's pretty good. We've been, uh, the wife and I have been watching the anime. She's intrigued by the story. Mm-hmm. So, Kuwabari gets hurt by baseballs. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the big reveal yet, but there's a certain character that dies at the beginning. And Karim was like, why, why is everyone dressed like her on TikTok? If she's going to die this early, and I was like, oh, 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 boy. I made that, I alluded to that last time You did, time you did, and after it. I re-listened to the episode, I was laughing. So I was like, she probably is listening to that now, going, what the hell are they talking about? But yeah, uh, anything for you, Dig? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Mega Man Battle Network. Uh, I'm on the last one. Damn. I really liked the first one. I liked the, the first I two. I played the first two. I, so I like one and two. And then I like five and six. <laughs> Everything in between, I'm not. Yeah, I heard the ones in between one is good. It, it just felt like DLC games versus an actual experience of itself. And, uh, but it, it's also very frustrating. Legend of Tears of the Kingdom. And I guess played Jedi Survivor was great. It was good? Yeah, I'm on my new game plus now. Uh, it's the first story Star Wars game that I've been immediately wanting to replay right away. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Oh. A little um, coincidence with that, because that's the guy from Shameless, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who played Joker in Gotham. Yes. yes. Mark Hamill was in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and he also was the Joker. Oh, weird. The best Joker. The, yeah, the animated Joker. voice. Yeah. And in the Arkham games, too. So that's just wild yeah. stuff. Wild stuff. That's no. I, I need a button phrase. every time I say it. And then uh, we I just got... realized last time we recorded that I say wild stuff all the time. Usually yeah. when I just don't know how to respond or wasn't paying attention. That's wild. It's got wild stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then we got uh, Diablo coming out, so uh, boy. maybe we'll have to do a Diablo episode before it comes out. Yeah, it's going to be sick. I'm hoping something is as good as Diablo 2. Yeah. Diablo 3 was, was fun. Yeah, but I don't think, and I don't know as many people that just religiously played it much after they beat it. Yeah. Like, I had friends that were going for top level of, of 2. Now, how much of the pay to play was around for 2? None. And that's probably why yeah. everybody had a chance. Because 2 came out in like 2000. Yeah. 2001, somewhere around there. Did you play the beta for 4? Yes. Yeah, we, 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 we all played it. We tried to play together, but we could never get online at the same time. I maxed out Barbarian and uh, Necromancer. And I, I have high hopes this game is going to be the best. It was also the weekend that Resident Evil 4 Remake came out, so we were both playing that. It's it's good. We'll probably do an episode on that once they release the all the DLC and stuff. So, all right. And on topic, I think we mentioned this week's topic in our last podcast. Yep, we got a we got a big announcement. Actually, we got a couple big announcements because we had the uh, Sony showcase yesterday. As oh, well. did we? Yeah. Did you say anything from that before we get into today's topic? Oh man, oh, I didn't. I seen one. So they uh, are doing a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Okay. I did know They're that. doing a collection of the first three Metal Gear games. Supposedly it's coming to Switch, which is going to be great, because then you can play on the go. They released the trailer for Spider-Man 2, which uh, is good. When do you play on the go? Me? When I go, when I travel and stuff. I always bring my Switch. Like on planes and stuff, it's great. Yeah. Um, I love Metal Gear, so... Uh, they released a weird controller that has a screen in the middle of it. Are they going to release it? Is it one of those, like the handicap one or something? No, it's like a it's like a a oh, switch. No, it's, it's mobile. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It looks like a know. switch, but it has the dual the dual the sense PSP. edges on it. Yeah, got it. So that was interesting, but the big things were the uh, Metal Gear Solid info and uh, the Spider Man trailer. Besides that, not not a lot. I wonder if this is all we're getting because we don't have E3 this year, so. Well, then they give us the announcement for Spider-Man's, like, not far away. It's like mm-hmm. September or something? They said fall. Oh, whatever. Still, not far. And you're going to be able to play as uh, both Peter and Miles and the black suits in it, which is pretty sick. We've got some pictures, actually from the fan. <laughs> Sent me some pictures of the black suit in action, so. I'll give you a hint as to who the fan is. Um, so, Bill, do you want to bring us into today's topic? Yeah. So, we got another big announcement last week uh, that they are making Mortal Kombat 1. And I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. Didn't they make that back in the 90s? Yes and no. So, they're uh, doing the next Mortal Kombat. It's going to be taking Whoa. us back. They already have two games just called Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's right, because MK9 is, is officially just called Mortal I mean, Kombat. I mean, this can't be the Chicago of, of games, and that's a really dated music reference, but Chicago put about ten albums out called Chicago. They were Chicago. just called Chicago, yeah. So, you know, how many just Mortal Kombat so can we have? this technically be the first Mortal Kombat 1? They're calling it By Mortal title, Kombat 1. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, the other two were mortal, just Mortal Kombat. Well, this may so, so, Bill, where do you want to get started? All right, uh, so, typically, you would kick off some of the history of the game, yeah, so let's, development, some Ed Boon shit. Yeah, let's get into uh, a little bit of the development. 
where the franchise started. I don't know if we're going to have time to go through all of it because obviously there's a lot of games in the series, but let's at least you know get the idea where, of where everything came from. So Mortal Kombat started development in 91 with a team of four people. Uh, you already mentioned one person, Ed Boon. He was the lead programmer. Um, you guys know anyone else on that team? Tobias something. Yeah, Noob, Noob Cybot, Boon yeah. Tobias. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So John Tobias did the art and the story. John Vogel did the graphics, and Dan Forden did the sound. I thought design. you were going to say uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Um, do you guys know who Dan Forden is? No. Nope. Uh, you know, whenever you hit someone in the old games, and that guy would pop out and go, "Toasty, Toasty, 3D." That's that's Dan, that's a sprite of Dan Forden. Cool. So that's how he got into the games. So essentially. The game was first started to be a rival to Street Fighter, and they kind of based it around Bloodsport with John Claude Van Damme, which is where Johnny Cage's character came from. So Bloodsport, one of my favorite movies. That's why Johnny Cage is basically JCVD in Bloodsport. So essentially, um, JCVD didn't want to deal with it, so they had to pivot. And it says... According to this, uh, the Universal Soldier movie was meant to be tied into it. So it kind of started a weird, from a weird perspective. I'm glad it didn't go that way. Yeah, I think that was a good idea. Um, but the creators were obsessed with like Chinese mythology and things like that. Uh, one of their favorite movies is one of our favorite movies as well, Noah, Big Trouble in Little China. So they got a lot of uh, inspiration from Big Trouble in Little China. I, so. I can see Lopin mm-hmm. as the original Shang Tsung. And like, Raiden. Raiden was like uh, one of the, the different gods that showed up. There's the Thunder God that showed up and messed with Jack Burton and stuff. So uh, essentially, they started off this development cycle and then they decided to do something different. They didn't want to do the cartoony sprites like Street Fighter. They wanted to differentiate. So that's how they got uh, one of the hallmarks of the series in the beginning, which was the digitized sprites. So, uh, in the original games, I think up to three, Ultimate 3 or Trilogy, however you want to think about it, all the sprites were actually kind of like Donkey Kong. They were actual live actors. Not that Donkey Kong's a live actor, but they used that same technology they used in Donkey Kong where they would take a high-res image and they would make sprites from it. So, it's a really, it's kind of a crazy technique, Um you don't actually animate it. You just, it's like... Uh, Nerd alert. I know, I get too excited. You take like actual pictures of the character in motion, and then you animate those as you animate the sprite. Instead of like a cartoon character, like in Street Fighter or something, wherever you, where you would actually make the motion of the character. So they had these actors dress up. Um, they had one guy, Daniel Piscina. He was all the ninjas. Um, they had, who else was in the first game? Raiden. There was an actor for Raiden. There was Kano, and that was when Kano was just like wearing that like white robe thing. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, Sonya Blade was in it. Uh, yes. What's interesting about Sonya Blade is they included her because they needed to have a female character, but she wasn't originally meant to be in it. Do you do you know who was supposed to be there in her place? Who? Take a guess. Angelina Jolie. No, it wasn't a woman. They add, so they they a took character? The, yeah, they took this character out to include Sonya. In one. Think about think about her role and think about a, a male character. Oh, Jax. 
No, Jax was supposed to be in it, but he was supposed to be in it separately. Curtis Stryker. Curtis Stryker. So can you believe that, that that was the first, one of the first characters they developed, Stryker, and then he didn't show up until MK3. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, I get it. He's easy to develop. Uh, Fat Malkoff. Paul Blart. (laughs) Paul Blart. So um, with this, they started to kind of get a story fleshed out and program the game. Um, It was a big hit in the arcades. And that led to, of course, the sequel, Mortal Kombat 2. The ports. Yeah. Yeah. So the ports came first. Um, They ported it to Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. And I think Sega CD, a couple other systems. So really well well on Sega, not so good on... Yeah, I was going to say, so what were the notable differences? Blood. Yeah. So there's a blood code in the Sega Genesis version of the original that if you put it in, you got the blood and the fatalities from the arcade. The Super Nintendo version didn't have any blood. It was just sweat when you punched someone. I remember that. Yeah, because I had it on Super Nintendo, and I was pissed because anyway, my parents didn't know any better. <laughs> they just kind of bought it for me. And like, but yeah, the fatalities were all neutered, and there's no blood. We move on to 2. 2 was an even bigger hit. 2 came out in the arcade, and again, they went through and they ported it to the different systems. This time, they learned their lesson. It was the same on Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. There was actually a 32X port, which is the one I had. It was as close to the arcade as possible. It was one of the singular benefits of the 32X. That added processing power allowed them to have uh, more arcade-realistic graphics and sound and gameplay. All right. Now, is there anything we need to know development-wise without just saying this is the next game? No, I think that kind of covers the beginning of the series, and then we'll get into the little idiosyncrasies in between as we talk through the series. Um, I think that's a good foundation, though. Basically, team a small team of four guys uh, from, we forgot to say Midway, um, which, you, you know, Midway used to be a powerhouse in the arcades back in the day. They did uh, Galaga, they did Pong, right? I believe so. Yeah. So they did a lot of uh, old school arcade games, and they were a powerhouse. Human Centipede? <laughs> Human centipede. Um, yeah, so they they kind of they wanted to get a new series, and that's why they gave this team this small team a chance to make something. And then, ironically, when Midway would close its stories years down down the line, the only profitable series they had left was Mortal Kombat, which is why you know NetherRealm Studios was able to be purchased by Warner Brothers Games, where they are today. Okay, now do we want to move into? Lore, or do we think that will just kind of lend itself as we talk about each game? I think if we go through like a retrospective of the games, we can kind of have our lore master, Mr. Diggy, come in with some of the story. All right. And any memories that we have? Yeah, any memories, any, anything you remember. And we, you know, we can, this is going to be a little fluid because there's a lot to cover in this episode, so... All right, Mortal Kombat 1. Mortal, no, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1992, right? <laughs> 91, I forget what year. 92. 92. Which is really funny because I remember playing a lot of this, but I was two. You weren't even alive. I wasn't even alive, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was two, but somehow pissed he didn't get the one with the extra blood. No, I didn't play it in 92, I'm sure, but I had an NES in 92. 92, good times. You were failing at Monkey Island. Yes. <laughs> On DOS. DOS. Hey, it's good times. 
So MK1, we had a limited number of characters at this time. So five or six. Then I think it was an it was an odd number, wasn't it? Or was it, it was six? Five. Six maybe. Five and six. Because it was <laughs> Scorpion, Sub Zero, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Kano, Sonya Blade, right? That sounds right to me. And then, of course, you had the uh, four-armed Goro. Shokan, Goro, and then your big bad, Shang Tsung, Shang who was Tsung. basically Lopan in this one. Yes, he, old man Shang Old man Lopan. He was just looking for a girl with green eyes. It wasn't one. No, it wasn't one. He was just in it to fight. Yes. And uh, getting into the secrets and whatnot, um, there were some secret characters in it. In one? Yeah. You couldn't play as them, but you could fight Reptile. That's right. You had to wait for the shadow of the moon to pass and then get a double flawless victory and do a stage fatality on the pit. That's right. And then he fought him down in the yes, pit. Yes, because right. I spent a lot of time figuring out how to do that when I was a kid. That's right. I didn't know that. It was, it was one of those things like the uncle from Nintendo rumor or like pushing the truck in Pokemon for hours. To get Mew. Yeah. Someone would tell you about it. And then the early stages of the internet back in like the mid-90s, you'd read about it and be like, oh, man, I got to pop Mortal Kombat in and see if I can like figure out how to fight Reptile. And that was, that's what was cool about Mortal Kombat. There are a lot of rumors that weren't true, but there were some that were. And that ended up being the first main yeah, one. Yeah. The game starts with Earth's Mightiest Warriors. And we're in a tournament, right? Yeah. So one through three, did, when they remade them to, wasn't they? They did remake them because that's when I started playing them. But the story was pretty much the same. Yeah. I mean, they. Well, oh my God. The story was confusing in the original ones because there wasn't like a through line. There wasn't like a story mode. For any of our younger listeners that may not have played the originals, it wasn't like MK. 10 or 11, where there's a straight story it was just mode. ladder mode. Yeah, it was a ladder, and as you beat the ladder as a character, you would get their ending. And the endings didn't necessarily coincide with the canon well, Only one ending. Liu Kang's Usually, ending. Usually Liu Kang. Yeah. Liu Kang's ending was canon. Right. But if I recall what's going on, and this is pretty much just the plot of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Ironically, the movie's plot is pretty close. Yeah, there's, there's multiple realms. Four or five, I don't, I don't remember how many there are, but Earth Realm is where we live, and our guardian deity is Raiden. Or Christopher Lambeer. Yes. <laughs> there there can, can only be, be one. one. The other realms are allowed to invade, but in order to invade, there is a fighting tournament that they have to win, like, was it not ten times? It's ten times in a row. In a row. And it's like once every hundred years? It's 50 years. Every 50 years. Every 50 years. Ten in a row. So they hit, you won nine and lost. So this is where we the ten we pick up. This is where is it out outer outworld outworld yeah. is trying to invade, and this is the tournament to save the earth. Yes, and so, that's the plot. Yeah. So uh, Raiden puts together this team of uh, Earth's mightiest heroes. I probably can't say that. that's probably trademark, but <laughs> <laughs> Earth Earth uh, Earth warriors. <laughs> He goes and gets a team, and they fight basically the Outworld characters. Um, Liu Kang's ancestor, Kung Lao, was the last person to defeat Shang Tsung. Yes, as those the, the monks of wherever he's from. The Shaolin monks. The Shaolin monks. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. <laughs> uh, so we end up winning. We, yes. we beat Shang Tsung. All the souls fly out of him. The world is saved. Mm-hmm. Now, before we jump into two... 
Anyone have any memories of one? I only have one. My cousin beat Goro upside down once. And <laughs> as a little kid in like nine, I would have been like five years old. I thought that was the coolest like shit. He was upside down? Yeah, my cousin was like, my cousin, my cousin was upside down. On the couch. I mean, that's yeah. pretty cool. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. Because like, that just makes me nauseous thinking about it. So yeah. yeah. And we were like, wow, that's amazing. It's probably Gore, not that hard. No, dude. Gore, the, the AI in that original game was horribly difficult. I remember Goro being tough. Yeah, it depended on what level you you chose, but like if you were on medium or above, it was it was tough. <laughs> so you you had to play on easy. Yeah, you're like depending what level. Some of them weren't that bad. Very it was just easy. easy. Very just easy, easy was easy. Very easy and easy were manageable. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you had to beat it on like a certain difficulty to get the real ending. Um, but Goro and Shang Tsung were notoriously cheap. Yes. So w- what are some other things in that? The uh, Test Your Might premiere? Test Your Might, yep. Um, could you ever beat those? Not back then. No. It was like you had to like hit the triggers, right, super fast, and then hit the button to chop through the wood or whatever. You can get through the wood, but once you got to like the metal, it was like impossible. Yeah. The, the ones nowadays are still tough. Like, yeah, they're still some tough. Some of the hard, harder things. So, uh, how about fatalities? Uh, any any notable fatalities? I don't know if I remember any from one. Oh, uh, you have to. Is, is that was the, the, the spine rip? Spine? Yeah, yeah. The spine rip. That was that caused the the ESRB rating system. <laughs> that night trap. People were pissed about night trap. The sexy, sexy coeds and night trap <laughs> and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Uh, did Scorpion have the melt your face one? Yeah, you took the mask off and blew the fire. Raiden did the shock and like blew up your body. your body or was it your yeah, head? I think you like blew your appendages off. K- Kana ripped yeah. your heart out. Kana did the heart rip. Sonya Blade did the kiss of death. Johnny Cage did the head punch, and you could do a triple head punch in that one. I think if you timed it right. Did Liu Kang do the dragon in the first one? He might have. I think he did the fire breathing dragon in the first one, not the bite. Yeah, it, it it's we'll get into it, but it, it's tough to go back to now. Oh, I bet. All right, and then we move into two. So Earth wins. Yeah. And believe it or not, Outworld doesn't care, <laughs> and they invade anyways. Yeah. The plot of Mortal Kombat Two, the movie. Oh, oh don't don't even. Those movies were fantastic. Well, we, we <laughs> talked about. We them. talked about them. <laughs> and we now find the big bad. Shao Kahn. But I'm sure that's where they Not got Not Ricardo the, Monteblanc. That's probably where they got the inspiration because they were pretty big nerds. So I imagine they watched Star Trek. So we have Shao Kahn now and his big hammer. And was it Kano and Sonya weren't playable because they, they were in were the captured. background. Yeah, they were in the background of the uh, final fight against Shao Kahn, who was also cheap as fuck. Yes. Yeah. And strong. And they brought in uh, Kintaro to replace Goro. And we got a bevy of new characters. Yes. So including Jax. Jax. Pre-Metal Warm Jax. Yes. Baraka. 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 Molina. Katana. Reptile. Reptile was finally Reptile proper. Who else was in the... Kung Lao. Kung yeah. Lao. Mm-hmm. Who else did they get to replace? Because they, they didn't do Sonya because the memory constraints... Which is why they did Molina and Katana because they were palette swaps. Uh, we still had Scorpion and Sub Zero, Johnny Cage. Yeah, there's only twelve of them. Yeah, Liu Kang. Liu Kang was 
Sindel in this? No, she came yeah. in three. Yeah, Sindel is three. She was part of the... Oh, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. We got young Shang, young Shang Tsung. With, the, with, the with all the transformations, which was yes. cool. Yeah, because it, like it wasn't a reincarnation. It was because he lost his soldier or something. Yeah. And he had, he had that little... Do you have a hat on? Yes, he yeah. had the little funny hat and the yellow outfit. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest leap in this one, um, the gameplay was a lot faster and more fluid. Um, the added characters added more depth. And, of course... The fatalities were ten times better. Every character had two fatalities now, I believe. There were more stage fatalities. The variety of the levels was, was just massive. Yeah, I remember the... Was the tree level in two? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that and... Um, the acid pit. The, the Deadpool, which yes. was the acid pit. Um, the Sky Guardian level... Which was like, you remember the guys were like floating in the background yeah. and there's like a platform. Something that never made sense to me with Kintaro was why is he the only like tiger version of his So species? they wanted to actually make a tiger man, but they didn't have the technology to do it for whatever reason. Oh, I also feel like they would be ripping off Tekken straight up. That was this before King. Tekken though? Yeah. I think Tekken was before Mortal Kombat or around the same exact time. It was probably around the same time because that's when. Yeah, but King. Yeah, but Mortal Kombat Two came out I mean, before the tiger PlayStation. Guy, that's just a mask. He later becomes a tiger. A tiger. Oh, yeah. Like early into it, he's actually. A tiger. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, it was some kind of constraint with the development, and I think they wanted to keep the same forearm guy <laughs> right before you fight. Did we know that Melina was part Tarkatan? Yes, because she had the fatality where she would take her mask off and then suck you up and then spit all the bones. Yeah, you'd like that, Bill. Oh, dude, I love Melina. Melina's the best. She's yep. not the best. She's not. I love Melina. But, yeah, so um, added characters, added gameplay. Um, one thing we forgot to talk about with the original is they had a dedicated block button, which was new for fighting games. So most fighting games, as you guys know now, you hit back to block. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of fighting games that we play. You know, we played Fighter Z for a while. We played, um, we played Injustice and stuff like that. Injustice might actually have a block button. Come to think of it, I, I would think it yeah. does. I'm trying to. Who think. makes it? Uh, that was a bad example. That was a terrible <laughs> example. But um, you know, pretty much as if it's not a Mortal Kombat game, there's probably not a dedicated block button. Um, that's just how fighting games work. Marvel vs. Capcom, good example. But yeah, so that was a a, uh, a new thing they added. So the gameplay of two people really enjoyed. Um, gotcha. And it was super popular. And about this time is when they started to talk about doing a movie. And that led us into our episode discussion a couple weeks ago. You don't have to get into it. And then in 95, 3 came out. Uh, three is going to bring in some new characters that I do remember. So now we're going to start to see Lin Kuei robots. Yeah. With uh, Sector and you Cyrex. Mean ketchup and mustard. What, in three? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize they introduced them. Yeah, Cyrex oh. and Sector. Yeah, because. And Robot Smoke. But he was a secret character, I believe. He was in it. Um, Sindel's coming in. Uh, Shiva. Shiva, Jade. And then we probably have some more palette swaps at this time, too, 
Is this um, where... This is where it gets murky because the next game in the series after Mortal Kombat 3 was Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. They introduced a lot of those characters that we know and love now. Um, Is that where, like, Cabal... No, see, Cabal was in this one. So Mortal Kombat 3 had a lot of uh, characters that were left out. Original Sub-Zero was left out. Scorpion was left out. Um, You remember that... We didn't say that in 2... Two had different Sub Zero, didn't it? Yes, that's right. But he still had the mask. Um, I thought this is when he had the scar. On no, his that's in three. Okay. So it was technically Sub Zero's brother in two, but he still had the mask on. Three, he loses the mask, which is why you lose. Yeah, which is why you you lose all the ninja characters. So he was the only ninja in the original Mortal Kombat three. No scorpion. No, and see, this is probably where you guys are are confusing the two because I do that sometimes too. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 came out not that long after and fixed a lot of the problems same people year. had with 3. Yeah, Striker. Striker finally appears. We get Jax with the metal arms. Um, you, like you said, the robots, who, like I said earlier, were originally named Ketchup and Mustard, interestingly enough, when they were trying to figure out who, like what they were going to name them. Um, they actually based them off of the Predator, believe it or not. Right, and then we get Smoke. Uh, robot Smoke, yeah. He's a secret character. Ermac? No. So you remember no ninjas in the original okay. Mortal Kombat 3. I thought we were on to Ultimate already. Well, we can get to Ultimate. I, I, I don't remember if we got it. Yeah, we, we can talk Cabal. about them at the same time. Mm. But what, what I want to say is around here is where I played more. I don't know which one. Yeah, but this is when we were a little older because this was 95. I just recall in the fatalities, like when your body would explode, like you'd have like five rib cages, three large intestines. <laughs> 45, 45 torsos. <laughs> They're all just yeah. everywhere. Just, Nine just heads. glorious. Yeah, and this is this one we forgot to mention in two. They added the uh, the friendships and everything. This one added the animalities. I don't remember animalities. Oh, animalities oh, were yeah. absurd. There were a lot of ridiculous ones wherever, like Scorpion. Scorpion in Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Scorpion's animality. What do you think it would be? A scorpion? No, it was him. He turned into a giant spider or something. That's not terrible. Yeah, but his name's what Scorpion. Would, what did Sonya turn into? I don't remember. A respectable young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Babalities? Uh, Sub-Zero turned into a polar bear. I remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah this was the introduction of the Babalities, Brutalities. Brutality, even more brutal. So Brutalities were... And, and they also had the run button in this one. They added the uh, specific combos for each character, which is a staple of the games now. It became a lot more... I, I guess competitive friendly game. Street Fighter used to have that crown. I think Mortal Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three is kind of when Mortal Kombat started to take that competitive scene a little more seriously to make the game a little more friendly for competitors. Um, whereas before they were just trying to make a fun game. This is also around the time that arguably Street Fighter was on a downswing, so Mortal Kombat was hitting it hard. Street Fighter Two was huge. Street Fighter 3, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I don't remember the hype for Street Fighter 3 being as, as big as 2. I've never really been a Street Fighter fan. I was asked today if I was excited about 6. Is 6 out? No. And my answer was no. Mm-hmm. I think I played 4. We're very, we're very I got mortal. I for free and I played it for 10 minutes and was over it. We're a very Mortal Kombat friendly podcast. We like Street Fighter. No, and I do, but we like Street Fighter too because, you know, Super Nintendo. My car. Oh, my car. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So yeah, Ultimate Mortal Three, uh, Mortal Kombat Three comes out. Uh, this is around the time we're getting Mortal Kombat Annihilation, uh, and that didn't do too well at the box office. So goodbye to those movies. Yup, and this I think this was starting the downward spiral of Mortal Kombat. Um, it was a slow burn, but Mortal Kombat Three was kind of a disappointment for people. Ultimate MK Three got that goodwill and faith back. And then after this is when they started doing the spinoffs, right? Yeah, Sub-Zero came out. Oh, God, that game. Um, so you guys said you never played it? No. Uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero, to give you a, a brief idea of it, it three sounds... Words. You it, get a three-word summary. Listen, it sounds awesome. It's the story about how Scorpion and Sub-Zero started to hate each other. Right, because... And they introduced Quan Chi in it and Shinnok, which is super cool because yeah. those are important characters. The controls in it are just god awful. There is a there is not a dedicated jump button, even though you have to do platforming. There is a dedicated turnaround button. So to turn around, like let's say you wanted to walk, and there was like these platforms, like these these pillars that would come down and instantly crush you and kill you. To turn around to run through the platform. You had to hit a button to turn around and then hit another button to run. It made no sense. And there's no healing items in the game. It was very cryptic. You had to wander around. It was just terrible. And it and had... Mortal Kombat 4. Well, hold on now. It had the ridiculous cutscenes, like ridiculous live-action cutscenes oh, in the yeah. PlayStation version. You've seen those, yes, right? I have seen those. They're where where Shin... Like, like, Quan Chi is just like a guy painted white. It, it's actually... They're nice to watch for the lore in general, but it's like... They're so cheesy, dude. Oh, my God. Like, if you think Annihilation's cheesy, like, Annihilation's good cheesy. These are just cringe. Like, so, weirdos hiding in the basement. Is this... Shinnok looked ridiculous, Is this where too. we finally... Shinnok was just, like, an old man in it, wasn't he? Like... Yes. <laughs> is this where we finally get that backstory? Yes. So, just, just to bring us up with that, they were both... Like what rival ninja? Yeah, they're clans. rival ninja clans. With some level of respect. And essentially, something happened. There was a falling out. There was and falling out, and then the Lin Kuei Sub Zero's Sub Zero's crew kills kills Scorpion. Scorpion's family. Yeah, and then Sub Zero kills Scorpion, and, and then he makes a deal with Quan Chi, who is a, a necromancer guy. Yeah, um, and that's why he's a hell spot. Yeah, and essentially this will bleed into the story of four, but he essentially says, "Hey." Um, I'll give you the power to come back to life and be a, a hell spawn demon so you can go kill Bihan. Bihan was the first sub zero, right, Dick? I think. Yes. So you can go kill Bihan and then, you know, you get this amulet for me and we'll give it to Shinnok. Secretly, Quan Chi was plotting against Shinnok, though, because Quan Chi is a dick. Cool. Yep. He, he also is the one that killed Scorpion's family. Yeah. So. Dick. <laughs> bald dick bald dick so yeah that that one was so we're uh, in four and all, i never played four on 64 i did all i know is this is where weapons came this was the very first mortal Kombat i ever played oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. interesting Herman? and then you went back and played the old ones i didn't play the old ones until years later like my early 20s interesting i i'm i'm not a retro game guy man i it was one of those. No, it's just I kind of take for granted you're only a couple years younger than us, but it's like you were, you're really, your first generation was like the PlayStation era, not Super Nintendo like uh, us. Super Nintendo for sure, but I didn't, 
really care. I was more of... You were playing more like Mario games and stuff, right? Like, yes. Yeah. And then, and then it was PS1 and like Game Boy and shit. Yeah. And by then, like I said, this was like a downswing from Mortal Kombat. Because once Annihilation yeah. came out, people were kind of hype. And then, like I said, Ultimate MK3 was okay. Trilogy came out. We'll briefly touch on Trilogy. It was like a compilation of all of them. The N64 version was great. I had that. I played that more than four because I like the old school games, but I can see where you're coming from. Well, if you never played the old school ones, they might seem archaic compared to the, the full 3D environments of four. Yes. Like it, now, I did play two a lot. I just never at home. Even to this day, I play the arcade any chance I get. I feel like two was in the arcade more than anything. It's the, dude, they're down in uh, Morgantown. I just went to Starcade. I think it was Starport Arcade. Something, yeah. Something, and it's incredible. They have... A million one arcades, and that was one of them we played. So we just played it like 15 times in a row. Yeah, because it's a great game. It's, it's fun to play. Yeah, fantastic. Um, well, I think what's notable about 4 is 4 was the last one that was in the arcade. I did not know that. Yeah, so 4 was the last one that was in the arcade. Um, it came out in the arcade first. And then, do you guys remember that game War Gods on, uh, on 64? I think... It, so War Gods was the last arcade game that like Nether Realms. It wasn't Nether Realms, but like Midway Williams made. But it was based on that Mortal Kombat Four idea. So here's the thing: we we've talked about this briefly. We talked about it with Ocarina of Time and a little bit with Mario. That transition to 3D was awkward for yeah. a lot of types of games. They so, were so many 2D well, and this is my question for you: playing that as your first Mortal Kombat, did did you enjoy it? Did I mean, you, what was your feelings on it? I was like three years old. Mm. It was just cool. It was more <laughs> of just like, you know, the more of the, the atmosphere of like campy, bloody. Like I didn't really focus on that. I didn't really notice it until I'd say I was older. But at that point, there were so many newer games that they fixed those issues of making it like eyesore to play. Yeah, and I don't think the graphics were necessarily bad in it. The uh, cutscenes were notoriously bad. I don't remember the cutscenes. Oh, dude, the end of the game cutscenes. There's like one where... Uh, who's the guy that replaced Kano? The Black Dragon dude. Oh, what was his name? I, I forget. I was reading the, I was reading some of the lore earlier and I forget. There's a couple. But there's like a, there's like Sonya's ending or Jax's ending. I forget someone's ending where like he like tries to betray him. And then they like throw him off a cliff, and he just goes ah, and just falls into this like empty, empty like sky, and never hits the ground. Just screams for like a minute straight. And Jax is like, "We will take Jarek." That's what it was. He's like, "We're going to take care of you, Jarek." So uh, there's a lot of campiness to that. I, I think the uh, the hard thing for me to grasp was. It was the first fighting game I really played in 3D besides, like, Virtual Fighter. But Virtual Fighter didn't have a precedent. Like, Virtual Fighter, when you played it, you knew it was going to be in 3D. At this time, I think fighting games were still primarily 2D. You know, for the most part. Like, all the Mortal Kombats were like that. Your Street Fighters were like that. Again, Virtual Fighter got in a little bit into the 3D. And I think Mortal Kombat ha had kind of a difficult time doing that transition. Yes. So I don't think it's a bad game per se, but I wouldn't put it above the original trilogy personally. The next I see, we had Gold and Advance. Advance was Game Boy Advance? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Gold was Dreamcast, man. Gold was Dreamcast, and it was MK4 with, like, extra stuff. 
It was really cool. Like, they added characters that weren't in the original. Because that was one of the complaints people had about 4. And again, like, you being it being your first game, you probably didn't even know the characters that left out. Like, no. So, Scorpion Sub-Zero were in it, but you added, like, Quan Chi, you added Shinnok, you added uh, Tanya, um, Jarek, all, all kinds of new characters and got rid of some of the originals. Reptile was an actual reptile now. He didn't wear the ninja suit. There were some design choices that people just couldn't get behind. So Gold kind of fixed that and added in some of the fan-favorite characters. Um, I think the coolest thing about 4 and Gold, fatalities in 3D. Like, the one that always stands out in my mind, Quan Chi's leg rip. Yeah. There was, was uh, he beat you with it? Yeah. Or Shinnok had the uh, skeleton hands come out and clap and kill him. That was cool. Was the, uh, there was a uh, mini-boss. Be- Belloc was his name? Yeah. I think so. I, well, he was supposed to be playable, and I remember that because I wanted to play him. Was Meat in this one? He was huge. I don't think Meat was in it until, like, uh, the later. Not Armageddon, but Deception. Okay. There was, a, there was a hidden character in, in 4 and Gold, too, I think. I can't remember who. Like I said, my, my, my... I know they've done the fire guy. Blaze. Blaze. They did the... Oh, dude, that was another rumor that we forgot to talk about. The, uh, they, they said the guy on fire in the background of the pit, they kept saying his name was Hornbuckle. Yes. Hornbuckle for whatever reason. And, then he, and the rumor was you could unlock him, and they actually made him a character later down the line. And they had uh, mocap. Mocap. Oh, and, you know, the other thing we forgot to talk about with three, um, Ermac. Ermac. So Ermac, the error macros counter was something Ed Boon put in to catch errors in the code for the original Mortal Kombat. And people saw it when they were um, doing the settings in the arcade, and they assumed Ermac was a character. So they just, like, let people think it was a character. Ermac is many. And then they also, in Ultimate MK3, the original console release, they put Rain in the... You remember the old pregame? Yes. Like, Perfect it would say, like, press rain. press start, and you would sit there, and it would show you, like, a demo. Yeah. And there was, like, a holdover from arcade, so you could see the gameplay before you put your money in. In the uh, console version, they had Rain in it. And but he wasn't a playable character in the game. purple suit. And they added him in yeah. in uh, Trilogy. When did Noob Sidebot? Noob Saibot was around then, too. Yes. So Who again, is behind? Yes. Noob's awesome, man. Noob's about, yes. And, and this is the thing, too. Like, we, we haven't talked too much about the lore of these ones because the story wasn't super fleshed out. Again, basically, they went through. They won the tournament. Shao Kahn comes out. They beat Shao Kahn. Then Shao Kahn goes, ah, screw this. We're invading Earth. And that's and now, you're, been fighting now you're up to date with the story. Yeah, every, everything else is actually important behind the scenes that they talk about in the later games of all, you know, the amulet. Honestly, honestly, I think four kind the of Dragon st- King. I think <laughs> I think four kind of started that more story driven approach because we had mythologies that got the backstory, and then then that led into four, where we had the story of like Shinnok and Quan Chi. Because Shinnok, I remember playing the game as a kid, and I was like, yeah, who the hell is Shinnok? It was weird. God. Yeah, and Shinnok was like, wasn't he the final boss, but he was also a playable character? I don't think, I don't know, I don't remember playing Shinnok in 4. Yeah, he was a playable character. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I don't know, it's been a while since I played 4. But, the next game, I remember playing the hell out of on GameCube. Talking about Deadly Alliance. Deadly Alliance. Didn't we play this at Shirekis whenever you... All the time. When we had part... That's the only time I ever played this one. Because I didn't have it. This is when I got out of it, honestly. Uh, So it starts... Liu Kang is ready to fight. 
I think he's fighting Shang Tsung. Yes. At the beginning. And then Quan Chi comes in. They double team him and Liu Kang dies. They break his neck, don't they? I believe so. And this was the very first one that I realized what the game was. Because I was a kid and my, my uncle was a couple years older than me, really. So he was a kid playing this game, like teenager. And uh, I remember him teaching me fatality. This is the game that was like core Mortal Kombat start for me. Like, yeah. Like you said, it, this really was... It was hard because I was like, there was all this hype I heard about as a kid, and I played this, and then the next couple games, they were fun, but it was like, I don't get it. Yeah, there was a, there was a lull. That's why I said, like, we had the high of the early 90s and mid-90s when we were young, and we had the movies, we had the TV series, the cartoon, which actually, we found out last night, did you know that there was a TV series, like a live-action TV series? It was on after WCW, and fucking Haku was on it. <laughs> because he was on WCW, so they just threw him on the TV show. Because WCW led into the show, and apparently it's pretty good, and it ran for like 22 episodes, and they only canceled it because of the budget. But it was crazy. There were a lot of, like, Eva Mendez was on it, um, Jamie Presley, uh, Christana Loken. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. It was like a bunch of, like, famous, like, actresses that got big later. Hmm. But yeah, Deadly Alliance. Fun game. I think Bo-Rai Cho comes, who's yeah. the weird... Yeah. Drunk guy, right? Yeah, the weird drunk guy. But he's like drunk an Earth master. person. Yep. But just hangs out in Outworld. Because he just ended up there one day. Yeah. he was fucking drunk. Who did he train? Wasn't he someone's trainer? I forget. He uh, might... It's someone that's like new, right? Isn't it... Um, it's one of the kids. The kids like train them. No, I thought he trained one of the older guys. One of the older characters. Maybe originally in the lore, but he, he did move on to... Train them in some of the games that come up. Yeah, because it was, wasn't Kung Lao. No, Kung Lao was the thousand years before everyone. Or you know the guy with the hat. Yeah. He did train somebody. Who has a, he has a great fatality. Yeah, it's dude. More, he, he we'll get into that when we talk about favorite fatalities, but. Yeah, so he was a, he was a drunken master, and I think this is where we also start to hear about the Dragon King, Unaga. I think he's mentioned. Yes. I think in Scorpion, no, no, in Reptiles, and I think. And they introduced some new characters. Oh, yeah, the this, blind right? guy, what, what's his name? Uh, Kenji. Kenji, he doesn't like Ermac. Yes, he hates Ermac. They introduced a lot of new characters in yeah. this one, but I think what was cool is they kept a lot of the same ones in. They did. They and added the different fighting styles in this one as well, yeah. so you could change stances. Two right? stances and a weapon, I think. In a weapon, the only thing is, was this the one with the fatalities that people didn't like, where they didn't each have their own fatalities? They had like certain characters. I think I believe had some, but for the most part, a lot of characters didn't have any. It was like, yeah, it was like you had to make your own fatality or something, but no one. They, yeah. It wasn't the iconic ones from the series. So. I just know I used Raiden. He punched you in the stomach, put you over his head, and ripped you. We, we did that like a million times. We were at a Super Bowl party. The Buccaneers were playing Rich Gannon and the Raiders. The greatest show on turf. Just to you know, give you a time period of when this was. 2001. It would have to be 2002 or later because that's when the game came out. So yeah, 2002 then. Well, with this game though, the one downfall for me was... Ultimate Edition was the one I played, and it didn't have Sub Zero at all. Yeah, so that was the weird thing about some of these entries—they would leave out characters, like like 
How does three leave out Scorpion? How does this game leave out Sub Zero? Those are like the two well, main I think, characters. I think they were going through that where, okay, I was talking about the, the Sub Zero spinoff game of its own. I think that they were trying to go in that route of like, okay, let's give these people a story, but the people that we really like try to give them their own game. Yeah. And then that failed. And they were just like, never mind, kill each other. Well, they also did Special Forces around this time, which was an absolute failure. I don't even, I didn't even know that was a game. Until oh, yeah, it's starring Jax, and it's real bad. Jax is terrible. <laughs> I, this is the one game where I really don't root for the heroes ever. In this one? I, I, every Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I, I don't really like them. I, I want someone that's like, I mean, my favorite character, she's coming up. Yeah. Well, I know. So after this, um, this one got a pretty good reception. People liked it. Uh, I think the next game in the series got an even better reception, though. Deceptions? Deception, yeah. People love Deception. Um, again, I didn't play too much of this one. We played a little bit of it. We had a PS2. Was it on PS2, I think, right? Probably. Yeah. We had a PS2 at uh, football camp, and we'd play it in I did practice. not play much of this one. No, like I said, in passing, we'd play it on the PS2. Um, it was better, in my opinion. Um, I think it added back the fatalities. It added back some fan favorite characters. And the coolest thing about this one is, uh, I think this was the first appearance of the Crypt, if I'm not mistaken. It, it was because it's when they introduced all like these weird ass, like chess combat and chess cart chess combat and puzzle combat. Cart combat was awesome. It was it was a lot of fun. It was like Mario Kart with Mortal Kombat characters. Uh, chess combat was cool. It was like chess, but whenever you went to capture a piece, you had to fight. Which is cool. It is cool. And then Puzzle Combat was just like a ripoff of Street Fighter Puzzle League. Never played. But um, they, they've been doing this for a while. They had secret um, secret old games. So they had Pong in Mortal Kombat 2 hidden. Um, they had Galaga in Mortal Kombat 3 or Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Um, you could unlock it if you did the combat codes. Um, do you guys remember those at all? Because they continued that onto these games. Um, like before the match, you'd have to hit buttons and you would put in certain symbols. You remember this now? Yeah, wasn't it like uh, it was costume variants and just like different well, things like that? In the old games, it depended on the code you put in, but you could do like crazy stuff. Like you could add like different kinds of combat. You could have like dark combat or like unlimited run or sometimes it would unlock something like i said like galaga like one of them was was literally galaga and in trilogy they had kind of a prototype to the crypt where you could unlock these different game modes every time you beat the game you get to pick a chest and you open that chest and it would give you a prize yeah and then, yeah crypt to this day is one of the main reasons i enjoy the game yeah the crypt's cool it, it was like the next generation of that because people had gotten to the point in the PS2 era when this came out that, like, you can't just put out a fighting game with, like, no story mode and nothing else to do. Or people were going to get bored because games were bigger. You had, like, Grand Theft Auto out at this time. You had, you know. I needed something to keep me wanting to fight. Yeah. You had all kinds of big games. You had to have a reason to keep playing Mortal Kombat. And that was cool because, like we talked about with Diablo, this was pre-microtransactions, so... Your incentive to play the game was to unlock cool new stuff. It wasn't locked behind a paywall. It was literally, you play the game, you unlock cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. See all the endings, get all the cool stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the artwork and uh, concept art was always fun. Yeah, and you could always, I think in this one, too, you could go back and um, 
look through the different story endings. Yes. And see. After you got them, you Yeah, can watch, you could yeah. piece the story together more than you ever could in the old ones. Yes. Because the old ones, you'd get it, and that would be it. And like, I know between these two, because we're coming up on the end of the first timeline. Yes. This is where we really started to flesh out. And the Deceptions, I mean, in uh, Deadly Alliance a little bit. But we really started to flesh out the, the different groups. So now you had mentioned um, Black Dragon. Yeah. And everything they were about. The, the Lin Kuei are even more fleshed out. We, we realized that they've gone astray and they're turning everybody into robots. Yeah, and that was uh, one of the backstories with... And they get into this more in Mortal Kombat 9 about how uh, Cyrax and Sector, I forget who... One of them wanted to do Sector. it. And the other, Sector yeah, was Se- all about it. Sector was about it, and Cyrax kind of didn't want to become a robot, and they all ended up becoming robots, and they forcibly turned Smoke into a robot. And At this point, we're, we're what, like six games in? Yes. So they're just getting crazy with Things the are going to get, there's the other race, the, the vampire people are there. Yeah, the uh, first so vampire. We, we had the vampire. We now have, like, the outward world forces. We've learned about the other realms. Um, the Nether Realm. Nether Realm, the studio. Yeah, the <laughs> Nether Realm itself. Uh, Adenia, we know a little bit more about uh, the origins of where Katana was from and her family. Yeah, and they flesh out that uh, Molina was really a clone and wasn't was really not not really Shao Kahn's daughter like Katana was. So Shao Kahn was oh, Katana, Katana wasn't Shao Kahn's yeah. daughter. Well, yeah, they get into that too, but that was what they thought in, right. in the old games. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, because yeah, Katana was the old king and queen of Adenia. So where like his Rain was daughter. From. Yes. He put a spell on her to make her think she was his daughter. Right. Yes. yes. And she thought Molina was her sister. Yes. But really, with Molina just bad was, teeth. Molina had <laughs> Katana's DNA, but was like in a Tarkatan body. It's weird. And then <laughs> we have Shaolin. Go see a dentist. Then Shaolin monks came out, which I've actually heard a lot of really good I've heard things, great about. things about. It. I never played it. I don't know a thing about it, but everyone on the internet it was, wants it. To it come was back Liu out. Kang and Kung Lao, and it was like a a game where you walked around like fighting people. It was like a beat 'em up, like a three D beat 'em up. Okay, that would be fun, but I also don't like these characters. So but you better watch it because Kung Lao's Noah's Noah's boy. He's not my favorite, but I, I love like Kung Lao. Lao. You'd make out with Kung Lao if he was here. Liu Kang is too generic. I always thought that hat was like a cowboy hat when I was a little kid. I definitely didn't. <laughs> I probably didn't. With a, bl- a blade-rimmed hat. And then Armageddon came out, which to me was that always... That opening cutscene, dude. But all, not just there was this. was How can we put every character we've ever made into one game of just like a mess? Yeah, and I think they were trying to do that to get the old fans back in. And it worked. Just I mean, I played in. this one. And the oh, plot so here... Characters. You could, that was the first game I think you could customize a character. Instead. Yes. Yep. And then there were the the two brothers that carried the plot. Taven was Taven one of them? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember the other, but they were like the, the, the key pieces here that, that were bringing about mm-hmm. Armageddon. And as always, we just fought. We're trying to... The Dragon King's trying to take over at this point. This point, Onaga. Yes, Onaga. So they mentioned him in the previous games, but this one opens with, doesn't he just come out and he's like, let's rain Armageddon upon them, and there's that big battle at the beginning from that yes. cutscene, that's, that's what I remember. Yes. You look confused. You don't I, remember I don't, this? I don't remember the, the plot of this one. I just remember being like arcade style playing with my friends because you had everyone. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, that was the, the big selling point to it was finally a and game. And people really love the combat system. I yeah. think this is when they finally got the full but 3D arena combat working. I do remember people saying the plot at this point was just ridiculous. What the hell's going on? It's just on. asinine knowing like, knows what's going this on. This is over the top. But it has everybody and the fighting's good, yeah. so th- there's value. And uh, then we get a couple, we get something called Unchained. I'm not uh, sure what that is. We get Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Did you play this one? I didn't, but it is easily why we have Injustice. So this is what got me back into the series, haven't But they had to they had to tone it down. Yeah, so people didn't like that, but the combat in it was great. It was the like you said, it it was Injustice before Injustice. Well, this was the future of you know yeah. like the first of what modern Mortal Kombat. And was I remember I got it for Christmas on 360 because my dad like superheroes and so do I. So he was like, oh, you like Mortal Kombat, you like DC. He just picked the game up for me for Christmas and we played hours of it in the dorms in college because it was fun. Like the characters were so well balanced. Like one of the first crossover games that big too. Yeah. It yeah, was, I mean, you had like your Mortal Com- or your uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, but that was a real niche. Yeah, that was like nerdy. It was like defended you, with like people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like they'll die for that game, but it was real niche. It, it, it is. We yeah, you remember we had a Marvel, uh, Marvel versus Capcom machine at the uh, movie theater at the mall. Yeah, that was like the only place yeah. I've ever seen. And one. I just know pl- I played it with people that were good at it. Yeah, and there's just three people on the other side because you had three characters just murdering you before I could figure out anything. Yeah, I I got Jill to bring out the nemesis every once in a while, but that was about it. Yeah, so um, that that was a good game. Bill forever picking his characters based on how hot they are. Yep. Yep. That's why he gets his ass kicked. Yep. So uh, this one was good. Uh, the variety of the characters was awesome, and like you said, it led us to Injustice, which I'm sure we'll talk about down the line. And Good spinoff, though. There's a little bit of a break. It looks like about three years. And that three years was worth well, the Well, it actually looks like they take about three years for everything at, at this point. Mm-hmm. And since they're not listed here, I, I know why. Because of Injustice, because they rotate. Uh, we had Mortal Kombat came out. So Mortal we got Kombat 9. I was going to say, we got 9 and then Injustice, I believe. So nine, this is where you got back into it, Heavy Red, dude. Oh, very. very so in college, Billy Billy had this, and we used to play it for hours. A really good game. Story story mode was phenomenal. What year was this? This was 2011? Yes. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was not that long ago. No, it doesn't where... seem like it, but it was, a, it was a long time ago, over a decade it ago. It not that long after that, like, I met you, though. That's why yeah. I that long. Yeah, and we were playing, we were playing X-Heavy oh, <laughs> when we were hanging out. We'll and this is the one where it starts. Raiden's getting the shit kicked out mm-hmm. of him. And like his medallion or something cracks. And he gets a vision or the pass where he gets yeah, sent this to is the where that This is where that meme came from where he's like, take this. This is forged by the gods and it's like a, a CD or something. No, you know, he, he can send like a telepathic message back to his former self. You know that meme I'm talking yes, about? Yes, yeah. yeah. That's and, where it came from. And he from. goes, Raiden, the world's going to end. We can't let this, this happen. So the whole plot is from Mortal Kombat 92, we're reliving all the events. Yeah. So essentially they were like, hey, we get it, guys. The timeline makes no fucking sense. Let's go back and fix it. And that's where Raiden, it picks up during Armageddon, yes. like that big battle from right the, the, the cutscene of Armageddon at the beginning that it started with. And then Raiden, like, 
Quantum leaps back into his younger self and is like, oh, it's shit. It's just a vision. It's just a vision of the end. Yeah. And then what's cool about this one is you play through the stories of one, two, and three. So you go through and you... And, and this story is what, mode doesn't let you be one character. It forces yes, you to be a different player. Which is awesome characters. because you get to try characters you never thought you would maybe You play. find out which one's this fucking blow. I played one, two, and three again because... Yeah. Like, I don't understand what the hell's going on. Well, and I would imagine that a lot of younger younger fans of the series went back and played them because of that. They were like, oh, I want to see what this is all about. Like, who are these characters? I thought it did a pretty interesting job, and it let a few really interesting things happen. It changed the story a little bit. Well, it did, because Raiden's trying to change the events, so yes. different things happen. Mm-hmm. So instead of Smoke turning into a robot, I believe they actually turned Sub-Zero into the robot. Yep. Yeah, we got Robot Sub-Zero. And we, we get Tribot in Tri-Bot. this one, or was that 10? Triborg? Yeah. No, that was later. Um, yeah, so I'm going to get 10 and 9. Did they add, did they, the question, did they add any new characters in this one? I don't think so. I think they just stuck with all the same. Or it was Scarlet. Did Scarlet debut? Scarlet debuted. Was it this but, one, or was it the one before? she was a DLC. Actually, Scarlet might have been in one of the Scarlet earlier ones, Tremor. but they brought her back. Scarlet and Tremor were... Tremor was four, I think, originally. Yeah. But they were, yeah, they were DLC for this one. Yeah. And Freddy. Yep. Yep. And Kratos? Yes. yes. Kratos. Spawn? It was, it was Kratos, Spawn. Because it was, it was the different consoles. So PlayStation had Kratos, right? I they all had Freddy. Uh, did Xbox? No, that was, that was Soul Calibur that they got. Xbox got uh, Spawn. Spawn was in Soul Calibur. Yeah, but was he in this too? Who was the other secret character in this? You know what? Did they make Spawn? Or no, Spawn was, I think, rumored, or was he in it? I Maybe can't remember. 10 was Spawn, I believe. Because the, there were some weird Spawn DLCs. Who's the last one? All right, we got we to gotta look yeah. at this. So they, they the, the, the cool thing about this one is they brought back all the classic characters. In an awesome story, you had a super fleshed out Crip. You had different game modes. This game overall is just amazing. Okay, so we were a little off. The DLC was Kenshi, Rain, Scarlet, and Freddy Krueger. And Kratos. Clearly not. Kratos oh, yeah. must have been 10. No, Kratos was in this one. He was only on PlayStation, though. I remember because I bought the PlayStation version so I could have Kratos in it. I'm trying to read here. Yeah, Kratos was the PlayStation exclusive. But no one else got an exclusive. It was just... It was just PlayStation got Kratos, and that was it. Yep, that's that's what it is yeah. here. Because I have it on, I have the uh, PC port, and you don't have Kratos. Yep, great. Who game. wants to pull out their PS3 now? I just picked it up on PC. It's also really good, still. Yeah, looking real quick at the looking over the characters. The is characters. there anyone that stands out that wasn't in the original like no. trilogy no, this, this or is, no. four games? No, it just well, Quan Chi's in this one, right? Quan Chi is, and he was technically behind the scenes. Behind the, the whole scenes, time. so it was cool. They fleshed out some of that stuff. Like, yeah, that now didn't that make they, sense. Yes, so now they were like, oh, Quan Chi was in the background doing stuff. Yeah. So they added those characters in. I think Jax is in the original Mortal Kombat now. Like, that, that in the first tournament, he's around during that, I believe. It's been a while since I played the story, but they added characters in where they weren't before because they, the story and the lore was more fleshed out. I think this gave us a good basis moving forward. And the combat in it was great. Like, 
I will say I do think this one was difficult, though. I think the combat in it was harder. They slowed it down. I yeah. Think, I think 9 was slower, and it was more, like, punchy. Yes. Yeah. And then they were like, never mind. Is this where we got the X-ray moves? Yeah. That were yeah, this is where you first got the meter. Yeah. Was it 9, or was was 10 the X-ray move for 10? I want to say it, it might have been. Uh, you had, I don't know if you had an X-ray in this, but you could burn two meters to do like a super move. Something. I don't know if it was called an X-ray yet, but this was the first time you had the meter though, I think. Yeah. So you could use the meter to combo break or you could use the meter for special moves or enhance special yeah, moves and stuff like, like that. Yeah, it was like the beginning of the, the second, well, I guess the third trilogy at this point, right? Yeah. But something really cool happening here in the plot is like everybody's dying. Yeah. You know, um, Katana and I think Raiden kills Liu Kang. Yeah. Because he goes like crazy trying to stop this this future that he's afraid of, and he just kills Liu Kang. Yeah. And then they come back as the Revenants. That yes. was very early, too. Like, he just like straight up kills them. Oh, yeah, dude, because that was at the beginning of X, wasn't it? They were all the Revenants? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. They, they come back as With Quan Chi, they're riding those, like, those uh, goat things or whatever. Yes. And uh, Quan Chi eventually dies. I don't know if it's in this one or... Uh, someone rips or his... ten. Someone rips his leg off right. and beats him with it. <laughs> and then, like, the Revenants are just kind of on their own at this point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then we just kind of continue now with ten, which is now new. So we've gone through the, uh, the events of one, two, and three... I don't think they redo four. Mm, they, again, they blend. Ten comes, but we have a new cast. Yep, the Combat Kids. We have kids. We have uh, Takeda. That's. I only remember Takeda because West always played as Takeda. Was that? Yeah, those Scorpion's whips. kid. Nah, no, no. Takeda was like the he had the was whips. Cassie, Cassie, Cassie Cage. Cage. Jax has a daughter. Jackie Briggs. And then who was the other dude? Well, Kung and it's, it's Johnny Cage's kid, too. Yeah. And then and then Kung Lao is like... Kotal Khan's in this one. Kotal Khan. So we get the Aztec people from our uh, world. Ferator. Aaron, Aaron Black. Aaron Black. Aaron Black. And my favorite is Devora. Devora. Yeah. Who's the other combat kid? It was it was uh, the guy that... It's Jackie Briggs. Takeda. Kung Jin. And he was related to, to Kung Lao, right? Yes. Yeah, he was in that ancestry. Was he? Was it? Was he the the first uh, openly gay character? Oh, Takeda. Yes, he was. Yeah, uh, Takeda that, that is cool. Kenshi's Kenshi's son. Yeah. Okay. I knew they were all related in some way, but uh, whips, yes. Yeah. He, he is a member of the Shirai Ryu. And that isn't Shirai. That's that's Scorpion. Scorpion. Gang. So that's yeah. where because he's a person again. Yes. Yeah, because he's a. Uh, we're gonna say it wrong. We always say Hitori Hanzo, and then we yeah. go, "Oh shit, that's the guy from Kill Bill." Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was Hanzo something. Yeah. But uh, thoughts on on X? Do you guys want to recap the story first, or do you want to just talk about the game? I don't remember much of the story, other than Cassie Cage being really important. Uh, so essentially, Shinnok, she shadow kicks at some point. Shinnok's being an ass again, like always. Um, Raiden, is this where is this this where Raiden's still Raiden? He's still trying to stop stuff. Yes. Yes. So Raiden like gets the combat kids together and is like, "All right, you guys got to go on this special mission and take out Shinnok." Um, 
all the old characters like Sonya and Johnny and Jackson, they're all trying to save their friends. Because again, we said that they're all revenants. They're trying to find a way to free their souls. And then the combat kids basically go through and, and, and Cassie the sh- kicks the shit out of Shinnok. The strange relationship. Between Johnny Cage and Cassie. No, and Sonya. Oh, Sonya, yeah. Like, like they're pissed. just a bitter divorced couple. Yeah. Uh, but but the parallel. Johnny's character in so this wait, one is great, by the way. Yeah, so here's the, the parallel with um, Cassie doing it. We didn't say nine since Liu Kang's dead. Johnny Cage takes that role and, and defeats Shinnok, right? Yes. And then Cassie does it in a very similar way. Yeah, later. she yeah she does the shadow kick and yeah. beats and his doesn't ass. get her neck broken immediately. Yeah, like at the beginning of Annihilation, <laughs> you will die. Yeah, we got it Jason. Yep. Predator. 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 Tanya. Tanya. Tremor. Tremor. Well, this wasn't Tremor's first game. No. DLC. No. no, no, it was. He was, in he four. was in four and maybe yeah. Deception. And or something that I like that they Deadly finally Alliance, were doing is all the palette swaps that they did. They were finally making them a little bit different from each other. Yeah, oh, and this is the one where you pick the style of combat that you wanted. Yeah, you got three styles. Yes, because there's the different Jasons. I remember that now. Yep. Yes. Fine. Alien. Yeah, alien. You finally do Alien versus Predator. Boracho was back. Yeah, Boracho. Because he. This is where they were saying worth them teaching. Yes. The kids, the one kid, whatever one. Uh, he was in Triborg. Triborg, yeah. And Leatherface. Leatherface, I didn't really play because it was towards the end of the DLCs. Yeah. But yeah, we were kind of getting out of it. Not a lot of Leatherface. We uh we played the absolute crap out of this one when it came out. Um, yeah. we all owned it. We all played it, and we would get together after we'd go out to the bar. We'd be hammered at like two o'clock in the morning, just taking turns playing Mortal Kombat. Hours. That's one Hours. Of the few games that I've ever played with Wes. Yeah, Wes was really good at it. Even though he never owned it, he only played it at our houses. Because when we would stop playing, he would practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd be like, "Oh, we're tired of playing." He would just sit there and oh. play Takeda, and he'd be like, "I'm going to use my little whips." That's also when uh, I don't know if you guys had it on there, but the mobile game came out simultaneously with it. I briefly yeah. played it, and it encouraged you. Because you got rewards yeah, in the game. Like they had like you a, got skins and stuff. It, yeah, it was, it was, they had a micro crypt on there where yeah. you would do that storyline ladders to then unlock stuff for the end game, which was awesome. To me, this was uh, personally the peak of the series. I love this game. I agree. This the gameplay, cool. like you said, they sped it up from 9. It was way more fluid and way faster. Uh, you got your x-ray moves. You got your charge specials. The combos were in the menu now, and they were you would actually practice them in the practice mode. Yeah. So if you wanted to get better with combos, um, you could just practice them. Uh, the other interesting thing, I think, is we played certain... We had a rotation of characters that we would play, and whenever one person would choose one character, you try to choose their counter. Yeah. Because I remember that, because like, you always played Devora and I played Melina, and Devora was really good at countering Molina. So whenever you want to play Devorah, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to use Sub-Zero. Because Sub-Zero had a good counter for Devorah. Sub-Zero is my favorite. It was very balanced. not good in 10. 10 Sub-Zero, he was... He was too slow. Yeah. Which is why I like Molina in that one so much, because she was fast. Cassie, too. I like Cassie because she was quick. A little bit of Sub-Zero. I like Jason because Jason was slow, but Jason was so powerful. 
he made up for it. His moves literally blocked. And he had those cool, the really cool styles where the one was like the resurrection one. It was Jason Lives. And when he would die, he would come back with like a quarter of a meter, a quarter of a health bar. Um, Adding in the bars, too, I think this was like the first time they implemented it well to where you could save two bars and do an x-ray if you were in trouble. Or you could do a charge finisher and put it into a combo and you could really punish people. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, just a fantastic game. Great story mode. Um, how did the story end? Do you remember? In 10 was Raiden. Dark uh, Raiden, right? Yeah, yep, because yeah. he now was so concerned about the future that he started actually like just killing, wanting to kill everybody. Yes. Yeah. And it turned him. So it left us on a cliffhanger too. It turned into injustice. Yes, and then we got injustice. Also, well, we got Injustice in between. It was a good game. Yeah. This was Injustice 2 era. Yeah. No, so not this, as good. After, after oh, X was Injustice 2. 2. Was I liked Injustice 1 more, personally. Oh, They're both good. 2 was a free game on PlayStation Plus not that long ago. You played through the story and you liked yeah. it, right? It was good. I, I just didn't think it was as good as 1. I just liked the characters more. Yeah, the story in 1 was good. I liked the character. They changed up the characters in, uh, in 2. I, they changed up their move styles. So I was real used to being like Batman, Batman, Green Lantern, and Harley Quinn, and their play styles were a little bit different in two, and it was hard for me to get used to. But that segues nicely into MK11, because this is a lot of the problem I have with 11. I think the storyline for 11 was phenomenal. Um, you, you, you played this recently, right? I've never Pretty played recently. 11. No, I was going to say he did. I, you didn't play it. No, I watched through the, the cutscenes. What's her name? Cybertron? Megatron. What the hell's her name? Cetrion. Cetrion. Yeah, her. But they had the younger versions of like the like the '90s versions of the characters come back. All the skins. Yeah, Yeah. no, but in the storyline, remember they had young Johnny Cage and Sonya and them. Because this is all about time, so they were. Yes. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the storyline was really good. Chronica was the that lady that that did the time. Yes. Yeah, she had like that guy that reminded me of Jax, but he was like he couldn't die. So who who were with the story? It ends with uh, Liu Kang becoming dra- like the fire god. Fire Liu god Kang. Yep, so that's the cliffhanger. This one left us on. Um, it which, wasn't so much of a cliffhanger. It was just the universe was done. Yes. And he was the, him and Raiden had to build like start over a whole new universe. So we kind of knew, and we'll get into right, this and with that's our the ending. Yeah, the endings were neat because everyone got to rebuild a world. Yes. That that they saw fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the bad guys had some pretty pretty interesting ones. Yeah. And we'll get into that when we get into our future and lore discussion here. But uh, who were the new characters in this one? Introduced was Cetrion, which was the elder goddess of life and Dude, virtue. Dude, her boss fight was a pain in the ass, too. It was. Wasn't it like three? Yeah, it was like three rounds, and she warped through the different time periods. It was cool because she would warp you to, like, uh, the dinosaur times. Yes, yeah, you could use the stage hazards to hurt her, but it was it was a tough boss fight. I, I think sure that's that the wasn't only Chronica. Part of it. Chronica. Yeah, well, we're talking about Cetrion. Oh, I, yeah, I forgot. To Shinnok's sister. Yeah. And it looks like the daughter of Chronica. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Jiras, who was. Oh, that's why they that's why they call Shinnok the Bone Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Giros, who was the... Um, he had, like, the sand powers, right? Yeah. Like, the sands of time powers. Yes. The Collector? The Collector is that creepy son of a bitch. With, like, nine arms? Yeah. Four arms. That was very good, though. 
No. He didn't look like he would be good. And then Kronika was also the one uh, introduced. So then we brought back... <sighs> Who did we bring back in this one? Jade, Scarlet. I know we lost some of the kids, but not Frost. all of them. Frost, Frost is back. This was when I really liked Frost. Yeah, they got rid of Melina, but they brought her back in the DLC. Who's the DLC for this one? Terminator? Terminator, Spawn. Spawn was in this one. Okay. I knew Spawn was in one of them. Nightwolf. I forgot about him. Oh, yeah. Dude, we forgot to talk about Nightwolf in Mortal Kombat 3, dude. All they did was, like, we talked about the most important character, Curtis Stryker. Literally because they were like, we need our spiders and everyone's dead. Let's bring in this, like, this Let's bring guy. in this Native American he, he guy. Has, like, spells. Because he but he died in he died yes. in, ten, in the 9. Yeah. yeah. He had a vision of, like, what was to come. So he was like, I have to fight for the right. Well, Melina died in 10. Yeah. Devor- oh, that's why I fucking hate Devorah. Because Devorah vomited all those bugs and ate her. That was a crazy storyline, too. That, like, Rain was the was trying to take over as the emperor of uh, Outworld, right? Because Shao Kahn, he was trying to overthrow Shao Kahn, right? Uh, yeah, and then Ketzel. I can't remember. And that's why Ketzel he, Kahn was trying to do yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Oh, I forgot about uh, Kotal Kahn. Kotal Kahn, yeah. Ketzel, whatever. He yeah, is Quetzalcoatl, essentially. Yeah. Oh, dude, he was a cool character, too. That's when he gave over the kingdom to... Uh, no. Oh, you know what? That's when they uh-huh. that's when they started the... Uh, they did the Mortal Kombat X comic, ser- or comic series that was really good. That fleshed out the story. Yeah, because it was a lot of bad yeah. stuff. Yeah, because I was, I was reading those at the time. They were really good, and they went into, like, Kotal Kwan's backstory. Um, Terrible character to play, but he's a really good character. Yeah. Cool story. I, I think that's where 11 kind of let me down. I think the new characters weren't as interesting as the Shiva. ones in 10. Shiva's oh, yeah, dude. We forgot about Shiva. Mataro. Oh, Fujin. Yeah, Fujin is the wind god. We talked yeah. about Fujin because he was in 4, I think. Yeah, Fujin is the wind counterpart to Raiden. Yeah. Yeah. We got the Joker. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. The Joker. They were just like, hey, slap an injustice character in there. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just John Rambo. Uh, they drew first blood. They drew first blood. <laughs> they should have done Rocky instead. <laughs> so the rumor for a long time was uh, we were all hyped about it. They were going to do uh, Ash from Evil Dead. Oh. And recently, Bruce Campbell came out and was like, yeah, you're not doing that. If we if Mortal Kombat wants us, they're going to end up in the Evil Dead game. Yeah, There's no fucking way that Sub-Zero is going to show up in the Evil Dead game. It'd Scorpion, be, maybe. Scorpion. Yeah. But there's no fucking way Warner Brothers is going to So who do, do you that. think is more in Mortal Kombat, Scorpion or Sub-Zero? Who's your, who's your favorite out of the two? Like, who would you say you prefer? I prefer Sub-Zero. But, Me too. But Scorpion's just... Scorpion's the quintessential character. I mean, he's the NetherRealm. He's fire over anything. Well, he's yeah. the NetherRealm logo. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they also prefer Scorpion. I've always liked Sub-Zero, personally. I mean, he's more iconic. I mean... When you when you hear that, everyone automatically wants to be like, get over here. How about like, the, how about in Annihilation where we were talking about it in the movie episode where he just shows up and steals Katana and just goes, Ha-ha, suckers! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the get over here voice is actually Ed Boon's voice? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which Ed Boon at this point has just become a master Twitter troll. Yeah, all he does is tease. Yeah, all he does is like tweet ridiculous shit. And then when the Mortal Kombat 1... Uh, announcement came out. He was just like, "Huh, Mortal Kombat's trending. I wonder why." <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. 
Um, so final thoughts on 11. Like, what would you guys think? Not as good as 10. You didn't play it, it so. Was po- like you said, polished on the storyline, but like. I, I didn't like the gameplay as much. I, I didn't mind it. I just don't care about the combat kids, man. I, they're not it for me. Which is probably why well, it, we're where we are. Yeah, and I, I think the I think the story in 10 was good because it blended the combat kids with the old characters. Because you got the Scorpion and Sub-Zero backstory. Shinnok and Quan Chi were doing their thing. Um, the older characters were kind of mentoring them. Yeah, but how so they weren't the you, main focus. But that's realistic, though. If you're going to pass time, you can't have these forever young characters. You had Zombie Liu Kang. Thank you very much. But that's because much. he was dead. Yeah. No, I get it, but I, th- I think what hurt it is the new characters introduced just weren't as cool. Like, the story with Shinnok, we, it worked in 10 because we never got, like, a good fleshed-out story of Shinnok in 4. Right. But you can't do that again, so they tried to add these new characters, and, you know, like we said, it just didn't hit. The, the, the combat was slower, too. Yeah, that, I didn't like it. It was too much of a step down from 10 in speed. They also added like the customizable gear and stuff in. They gave you different abilities and stuff yeah. like that. I didn't care for well, that. because Injustice tested the waters on that. Yeah, and that was like when they started to get into all that crap. I, I like that, though. I like having a fine-tune. Because if, when you started getting to the competitive scene where it was becoming where it's mainly at nowadays, yeah. I could play you and we could play the same exact character, same exact like fighting style, but we're still going to be different. Because yeah. Because we're going to just have those little... Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't fault it for that on a... I mean, I think it's a good idea. It's just not for me. I'm more of a... I like to... Even playing field, you have your characters you're good at. I have my characters I'm good at, and we play it that way. It's the same thing. Just a little more fine-tuned. Yeah, a little more fine-tuned. Um, the fatalities and stuff were okay. I think the fatalities in 10 were way better. Fatalities in 10 were... They were, they were a little... They were more campy. Yeah, and they had the different secret, like... Secret, like... Uh, move fatalities where like I remember the one it was like a brutality where um, if you did the roll on your last hit with Molina it'd take their legs out it was like a hidden they had those for all the characters which was cool Um, 11 had some of that but I again I liked 11 I just didn't think it was good as good as 10 so hopefully and this brings us to our next point before we go any other memories of any of the other games I want to jump back to Deadly Alliance real fast does anyone remember the theme song to Deadly Alliance? No. Immortal by Edema. Oh, my God. You're right. It was like a butt rock song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by Edema that I still listen to regularly. It's on your gym playlist. It is on my gym <laughs> playlist. So uh, I remember that. And the music video just had, like, Scorpion dancing around. Yeah. Uh, Edema was such a bad band. I guess they were. But that was a good song. It, it was. Um, so, favorite characters throughout the series? Sub-Zero. I, I've, Sub-Zero. I've, I've been a big Sub-Zero yeah. guy. He just you always... Know, at first, whenever it was like such a douchebag, you know, and do like the Kano ball, I love that. Well, interestingly enough with Kano, the movie character from 19... Like, the original movie dictated a lot of the character. Like, they didn't intend for him to be Australian until that guy was like, ah, fuck it, Kano's Australian. <laughs> And then after that, they kind of just modeled Kano after the movie Which character. Which nice because, it, I don't know. It, oh, and dude, that's what we forgot to mention with Eleven. They brought back Shang Tsung, the actor that played Shang Tsung in the movie. He was, he yeah. was the voice actor and the mocap actor for Shang Tsung in Eleven. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, that dude's everywhere. Yeah, he did a lot of fight choreography. Yeah, yeah he uh, was a big for choreographer the, for the movies. And uh, what was it, Bolo? No, he, no, he, that was uh, Bloodsport, sorry. What was his name, Bolo something? That's another weird thing that JCVD ended up doing Street Fighter instead of Mortal Kombat, even though they based Mortal Kombat on him. And then Street Fighter, the game, ended up he was also the just predator. doing that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, dude, I forgot he was the Predator. And then he wasn't he too short, and then they threw him out? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because Arnold and Jesse the Buddy Ventura. Carl so Weathers. Big. Yeah, Carl Weathers. Oh, man, we reference Carl Weathers too much on this show. But yeah, so any other favorite Takes characters? Takes us back to Rocky. Everything we've been talking full about circle. is full circle. Oh, dude, they could have had Apollo fucking Creed. Oh, actually, there's a... Carl there, Weathers was in? Yes, Carl Weathers. They had a... For Jackson, they had a Jackson. Carl Weathers outfit. Oh, my God. It's full circle. <laughs> and Schwarzenegger. All, all we're missing is uh, Jesse the Body. Yeah. Him and Hulk Hogan are next. Yeah, Thunder Lips. <laughs> Which brings us back to Rocky. Anyway, any other characters you liked? I like Molina. I like Kenshi. Kenshi didn't get enough. Ermac, Noob Cybot. Noob Cybot's one of my faves because I like the original Sub Zero. Yeah. Noob's a huge fan favorite. He was the first character to truly be broken, too. Like, people, you could just be a complete asshole. Yeah, because, oh, and his fatalities, which we'll get into, are awesome. Um, Yeah, so, I I don't know. You said you You like someone we didn't talk about? Mutaro. I mentioned Mutaro. We didn't talk about about him. him. Yeah, so instead of having a forearm guy, they were like, four leg leg guy. (laughs) With like a scorpion. Also, dude, in Mortal Kombat 3, Shao Kahn was completely broken. He was like impossible to beat. He he just kept doing that hammer hit and the the shoulder toss. Oh, actually, that reminds me. Shao Kahn was playable again in 11, too. Yeah. Forgot about that. Wasn't he a DLC? He was a pre-order bonus, I think. Essentially DLC. For fucking DLC. Yeah, that shit pisses me off. But I, I don't think that's NetherRealm. I think that's Warner Brothers. It drove me nuts with... That's another thing that drove me nuts with Eleven. Because what they do is they come out with the regular edition. We buy it. And then a month, like three months later, they're like, here's the ultimate edition with all the DLC for cheaper. And it does suck because like, I'm always like, I want to play day one. Mm-hmm. Good. Which, whatever. Because I got the upgraded version of Eleven, and I thought it came with all the DLC yeah, packs, but, no, but it only came with one. You had to buy the second DLC they're, pack. They're just going to release the way that they do games now. Mortal Kombat 1 is just going to have an ultimate edition. That comes out a year later. Yeah. And you wait another six months, and it's in the $20 bin. Which is how much they charge for the DLC, which sucks. So if you have the original, you're like, why well, might as well just buy the upgraded version? I think that's what I did with Eleven. I just ended up, it was on sale for like, Ten bucks or something. I should go buy it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's 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 fun. It's on Game Pass. And oh yeah, they're both on Game Pass. No. X and, and eleven. And so I'll play them right here. Yeah, well, they they're Just, probably on. PC. I should be playing it right now. Yeah, while we're while we're doing it. All right. So favorite fatalities and stages. Let's start with fatalities because those are probably the easiest. My some of my favorite fatalities. I always was a fan of. Kung Lao's uh, saw. Yeah. So throw That's iconic, down as a saw and, oh, then, yeah. and then pull you through. And then that was so gross in the newer ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one was always fun. Uh, I, I want to say in 
two or three when Jax would just rip your arms off mm-hmm. and you would just stand there when you died. That was always fun. And it would go, Jax wins. You just stand there like yeah. bobbing back and forth. Going, ah! That one was always good. That one was just disturbing because he didn't technically kill you. No. He was like, you're going to suffer like I did. Was it Scorpions when he cuts your head off and then throws the, the spear in it? Yeah. That one was it pops the cool. eye out. That one was pretty that cool. One was cool. Um, those are the ones that are, are, are sticking out. What, what about yours? I mean, they're all great and uh, gruesome. The, I like the ones that are campy gruesome, like, yes. like, like, like Dig brought up earlier. The, uh, like over the top. The, the spine rip's iconic. Yeah. Um, that, that's one of the classics. Um, we already mentioned the Molina one where she eats you and spits out the bones. That one's great. Um, the world, the world destroyer one that Sector did in Mortal Kombat three. You guys know this one? I don't think so. So you know how he drops bombs out of his chest. Yeah. Well, there's a fatality in which he just drops a bunch of bombs on the screen and then it zooms out to the earth and he blows up the entire earth. Oh my god! It's so ridiculous and campy. See, I like this is why I actually fell in love with Deborah. Was her fatality? They're brutal. Want to play was where she like impregnates you with like her like mm-hmm. insect. Children, like, just in, like implode basically. Yeah, that's why I said X had some good ones. I mean, Jasons were awesome. Jasons were just like straight well, up. Wasn't one of his like the, the the sleeping bag? Yeah, I thought so. It was a sleeping bag, like, and then it was better. like the it actually was shot like a Friday the Thirteenth movie, where the character was like in in a Friday the Thirteenth movie, and they look behind their shoulder, and Jason's there. He has the machete, and it goes, Dim! and he cuts him in half with it. Yeah. Like viscerally, it just sucks because like I, you want to love him, but I mean, gotta love Jason. I mean, yeah, yeah. Molina's in that one were great. Uh, that was the one where she ripped their head off and ate it, which is great. Ate their face. She's that like was good. Like an apple. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sub Zero's they were kind of lame in that one. He's always had some pretty lame ones. Well, the the after the head rip, where do you go from there? That's the problem. It's always I'm gonna freeze them and break them. Too. Right. Um, katanas, katanas were were kind of dope in that one. I like the what was the one that she did where she threw fans and she like cuts the head off. She, it is like waist and the neck. And yes. Then like cuts them and then it opens the fans and they fall over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, noob, noobs is the best one. Yeah, and Mortal Kombat Nine where noob has the he he clones himself and then rips you apart by the legs and all their guts fall out. That's like okay, so he opens the portals and he's grabbing you from each. Leg. Yeah. That that might be the best new one. And that's pretty good. I like new, but <sighs> that's a good one. That is. A good one. Or the uh, the iconic uh, Johnny Cage crotch punch. Oh, well, Cassie gets it. Cassie, well, I like Cassie's uh, selfie. That was a cool one too. Yeah. She kills him and then shoots him in the head and then takes a selfie with him. Because then it changed. She posts it to like Instagram or whatever, like fake Instagram, and the captions change every round, which is awesome. And then, of course, like the stage fatalities, like the pit. I like how they added the living forest. You could throw someone into the trees and have them get eaten by the trees. That was awesome. Um, the pit was just great. The In three, the train. I fell into the, the pit. Yeah, the bridge. You fell into the Deadpool. The There's a few bridges. There was in the 3D ones, I think in four, you could kick someone into like a meat grinder or something. Probably. Yeah. If it wasn't a meat grinder, it was a person grinder. Well, the, meat, the meat grinder I know was an alliance because mm-hmm. uh, there was specifically it was someone's like throne room you were in where there was just like demons rooting for you around, and it was, it was I think I want to say it was 
was four the first one where you could actually move around? Yeah, it was like the 3D space. Yeah, it was, it was like that, because I remember being able to, like, if you did, like, a stronger attack and push them into it, like, three times, it would actually, like, four minutes. So how about, um, that's a good segue into the stages. Um, one thing we didn't talk about was the fact that you could uppercut people into a different stage. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Uh, did that start in two or three? I think three, right? Or was it two? I can't remember. I think it was three. Because you were in like the basement, and then you would uppercut someone, they'd go through the roof, and you'd be in the in that like... Which has been carried on till now? Yeah. Honestly, the most uh, use they've ever done for me in that was Injustice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Injustice, you could throw people through buildings yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you would, you would and... literally go to the other maps, because if you did a power move on the edge of the map, you'd go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I know. We're going to play some Mortal Kombat. So, I, any other final thoughts on Mortal Kombat proper, the series? No. I think we covered pretty much everything. Um, the one thing, The one thing that we forgot to mention when we did the movie episode was the... Uh, we mentioned the cartoon briefly, but there was the prequel to the movie, that cartoon with the terrible 3D. Do you remember that, Noah? It was like part cartoon and part like 3D, but it was like early 3D. You gotta watch the YouTube video or something uh, of it later, dude. It's like the fighting in it is so slow because it was like early like nineteen ninety five three D. So we forgot to mention that, but I think we pretty much covered everything else. So now, uh, where do we think one's going? Oh man, all I've done since this came out is like, this is why we had the lore master on. Well, so I'm not. I'm not personally before Dig goes. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Because I hope that what we saw in the trailer isn't like the opening and like the plot because way too many important people died like right off the bat. Well, is it like a bait and switch like Armageddon? So the way that the biggest thing that I keep seeing people talk about is Ed Boon was talking about going forward. Um, all the previous games were very heavily like as we just talked about. People don't like there was no story that it had to be changed. They yeah. Had, they had a make it what was where now we can start over and I think that he's going to put it more in our hands to choose because the way that they cut it through the trailer was if you watch it again every scene is pairs of two Yeah. so there's a lot of people that are going on the fact of now you're going to have a support with you that whoever you're playing with you're actually going to be able to do specific combos and things of that nature with those people um, well, I heard that the characters that aren't featured in it are going to be like assist characters, kind of like in Smash. So that's yeah. kind of what they're going for. But it's also, if you listen to like the, the, the dub over it where they're talking, with them being in groups, the biggest thing with this is it's characters we know. Like, it's not a reboot of the series. It's literally a new story. So how do we start over? New story, same characters. They're basically going to... They talk that you're going to have... Do you choose to fight or do you choose to work together? So so it might be like a more choose-your-own-story type So thing. at the end of Eleven, where we had the options that you could switch between people, like yeah. you got the different endings depending on if you did a more darker ending or not, I think they're going to push for that more often through this entire series. Okay. Because the scene specifically where they show... Sub-Zero and Scorpion together. I also think this is OG Sub-Zero. Now he's not new. Yeah, so he's he's Behan, but he's before... It's, it's Yes, and uh, I think that they're going to allow us to basically, like, if you choose in a fight between them, like, 
do you want to fight or do you want to try a different story where you two work together and now you're going to fight a different line of people? Because we have so many people that we can play with and a story that we have a backbone of that we can kind of flip and make into its own new thing. Well, here's the thing. We kind of alluded to this throughout the whole episode. When you have a series that's been running as long as Mortal Kombat has, which is basically like our entire lives. Because the first one came out in 91. I was born in 90. 92? Well, anyway, like I was born in 1990. You were born in 94. Yeah, a little bit before that. Um, But, I mean, that's basically our entire lives. Like Mortal Kombat has existed in the cultural zeitgeist as long as I've been alive. So there's kids that are playing it now that, like you said, you got into it a generation after us, and you didn't know what the hell was going on with the original story. So they're ki- the, imagine kids getting into it now. Where you know you, you have all that baggage. Yeah. Iconic characters. Yes. And now that's why I think all these people are thinking that we're going to be able to do what we want because you know there's a point in every Mortal Kombat game. Where Scorpion was good and bad. Yeah. So instead of letting the story tell it, it's going to let us pick that. And I think that they're going to take a lot of what the fans kind of talk about and implement it into their games because that is very important now with a series that has been iconic. And, you know, we, we talked like about this. your own destiny, which is going to make you play it multiple times because I like to see all the yeah the, the although with the modern internet you can just wait and watch it a, a day later well and 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 you know what too maybe maybe the story going forward is each game's gonna have a self-contained story why do you think yeah, so you don't have to have that one yes canon line that well, you, it, you can only relate to and this is why some of the movies don't work that we talked going back to that episode yes. was everyone has their favorite character and everyone character had an ending, but like we said, nobody likes Liu Kang. Yeah, fuck Liu Kang. Yeah. So why? Well, how do we? How do we relate? And how do we put ourselves in, and and commit when it's a, a through line we don't well, care and, about? And at this point, the, yeah, that's that's huge. The cast is so big and so. And if bloated. it's self-contained, you can do that every time moving forward. Yes, and this kind of harkens back to our episode last week where we said Zelda, they very rarely do direct sequels. Why do you think every Zelda is successful? Because anyone at any time can pick up a Zelda and it's a self-contained story. Well, they also story. don't give you any choices. Well, no, but I'm saying like each each game has a if self-contained story. If you're not rooting story. for Link, you suck. Yeah, you're, you're on Ganondorf's side because you didn't get a, a Sheikah Switch. <laughs> Still annoying. Yeah, and Zelda's British. We brought that up last week. Yeah. He tells you everything that happened in three milliseconds. Well, like, oh, yeah, there are at oh, least the that he does talk now, but he doesn't talk. We paid for other voice actors. Just not Link. But not Link. Are they just afraid that... I mean, I've seen stuff about that. They just want you to be... Put your own brain... Which is back to the Mortal Kombat point. Make your own story. Put your own mind into things. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty solid solid idea of what's going to go on. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I will also point out that Ed Boon has been talking about the Mortal Kombat 1 remake for like 10 years because there was a scrapped Mortal Kombat 1 remake that was supposed to come out after 9, and something happened. It was pretty far along in development, and they canceled it. I think that was when WB... Maybe it was before 9. It was around when WB bought... Uh, Midway went under and they bought Nether Realms. So he's been like hinting about that one remake for a long time. 
So maybe this is their way of pulling in like well, ideas from that one remake. Well, with this being the way it is, is the other thing too is where like Raiden didn't—he was no longer a god, and now yes. Luke King is. So I so think maybe this is a storyline where Raiden gets the Earth's mightiest well, warriors it, together. Well, it, no, it, Luke Kang does. Yeah, or, yeah, he Luke Kang does. About the fact that this is—he was like these are your characters that you know and love, but reimagined. Yeah. So I imagine characters that you think are going to be. Even their relationships, because when they show Melina with uh, Katana, they're on uh, Katana's like home realm. Right, well, yeah, because didn't, at the end, s- didn't Liu Kang reshape the world? Yeah, so, so certain Dem- things not, like, that messed up happened yeah. that were bad. He's saying no, that that didn't happen. Adenia yeah, did, wasn't, yeah, yeah, and Lu- that's why it's so shocking when Liu Kang decided to switch. Sisters. When Shang Tsung comes through, because. It's like, what? Well, they, they say, that's where the voice there too, they're like, there's always one constant, and they're, I think they're, like, alluding to, like, he will never fully be dead, like, because now everything, you know, the multiverse. Yeah, shit. yeah. So. That was Liu Kang's whole theory for it. That's, he was like, I'm going to date Molina in this timeline instead of Katana. That was the whole goal. And now that it's a new universe, you know, this character is looking, did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so they, they like, all look different. Yeah. So I'm. I don't. I really don't know what to expect. Well, and it comes out in soon, right? August or September. It, it's one. Of, I think it's September. I think yeah. it's like September. 20th. So it's it's pretty much done. They're like beta testing it and stuff at this point. That's also one of my favorite reasons why I like Mortal Kombat. It's one of those games that they're not like, hey, this is coming in five fucking years. And no, they, they just kind of drop it. About three years well, between eleven. Oh, we're done. Here it is in three months. Eleven, they announced at the Game Awards in like December and November, and then it came out in like what April or March of the next year. Well, they're probably it was like right before they're the probably COVID working pandemic. on it. No, like they're probably working on the next one now. Well, again, what does Warner Brothers do besides that? An injustice. Sure well, yeah, but we didn't get an injustice in between. Is what I'm saying. Mobile game for Company, Mortal Kombat One. Yeah, yeah. Which if it's like MKX, I'm down. MKX was a fun mobile game, and I don't like mobile games. I really don't know what to expect. I just really hope it's uh, just feels like classic Mortal Kombat. Yeah, insane. As long as the gameplay is fun, I'll be happy. They showcase like the gore in this. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Yeah. So we'll uh, whenever it comes out, we'll have to play it and maybe bring you back for MK1 episode. Maybe we'll do some streaming of us playing it and fighting. Yeah, we can do some of that. Maybe. We'll, we'll get back into the Twitch stream in one of these days. But yeah, with that, I, I think that puts us in a good place with Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, so we kind of have our final thoughts. We kind of wrapped it all up yep. there. Um, but, Diggy, we want to give you a little bit of time here just to... Plug yourself. Plug, plug yourself your, for your, your, your actual endeavors in life. Tell people where they can find you on the Internet. Uh, well, for those of you who don't actually know me, uh, I'm a tattoo artist. I work for... With self care clothing company, uh, but we are just self care as a whole uh, little family. I am in Uniontown, um, Diggy underscore tattoos on Instagram, Diggler Williams on Facebook. Uh, if you have, you know, if you like American traditional and neo traditional stylings of tattoos, and that can range from anywhere of classic, you know, flash to modern day, take any concept and turn it into, you know, cool, cool tattoos. You guys, you guys have a lot of cool flash sheets. Actually, oh, yeah. you just. It, it, we, the the one that we posted, you did. Oh, yeah. Noah's Noah's buggy tattoo that we posted on the uh, Instagram. I'm very big into uh, you, 
you give me an idea, we make it fun. Yeah, um, you kind of talk to your clients and help them make it their you own. Know, if you come to our shop and want tattooed, if you leave without a tattoo, you didn't want tattooed. Right? Yeah. We have so literally thousands upon thousands. You've done of lots of cool video for our listeners because we're a video game podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've done lots of cool video game tattoos. You yeah, you did the sable uh, eye yeah. that was really cool. You did yeah, the yeah. blue eyes. All kinds of cool stuff. So yeah. um, We travel a lot. Uh, if some, some of you that aren't in Pennsylvania, we travel the East Coast, hoping to do West Coast. We do, you know, we have pop-up shops, but we also do guest spots and pop-up, you know. And you can order uh, Flash on their website as well. Yes. Um, Flash and clothes and stuff. I all their, highly all their recommend. Clo- yeah, all their clothing line is uh, American traditional tattoo yeah, based. We collaborate with artists from all over yep. the globe. Uh, we have nonprofit. We're currently expanding. Um, within a year, we've grown to five artists. Uh, one of the biggest shops in our town. We really, really care about the people we tattoo. And if you come in, it's an experience. We take care of you. We treat you like a friend, family. You know, you want to come back, even if you don't like tattoos. We have people who come back just to to be there. They. They just have a good time in our shop, and we want a you know safe place for everybody. Everyone's welcome, you know. Cool. Yeah, but thanks so much for having me on, guys. So no, give, we appreciate give, it. Was uh, a good time. Give them a follow. Give Dig a follow if you're in the market for a tattoo. Um, look out for him traveling. You know we have listeners from all over the country and from different countries. Even maybe order some flash if you're in Europe, because we got some listeners there. Uh, and for us, uh, you know we're bromance on Instagram and Twitter. We got a Reddit now. We're going to be adding some stuff to it soon. And with that, I think that's about it. That's all, folks. As always, thank you. Check us out next time. We love you. Peace. Peace. Listening to this week's episode of Romance Dawn. Be sure to follow us anywhere that you get your podcasts. Check us out at Romance Dawn TV on Twitter and Instagram for updates on Twitch streams and episode previews. For business inquiries and questions, email us at romancedawnpv at gmail.com. The entrance music track is The Chonker by Daphini, and the ending track is End Credits, Loop by Visager. See you next week, set sails for new adventures.